Well, Miles, we're doing it again, pal. We're here. We're still at the old Hill Barn Grill here in Glendon, and we're feeling good. Feeling great, actually. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's a nice day. It's uh, Christmas this week, or is it the week it's after Christmas? Week. <laughs> it, next week is Christmas? It's yeah. December 28th. It's December. It's Wait, past Christmas. It's, it's December 28th? Yeah. Christmas is gone, oh, Miles. Christmas was awesome this year. Did you pack up your Christmas stuff yet or no? No, no, not no. yet. Do you wait for the, the wise men to leave, like the 12 days of Christmas, right? Isn't that some the Feast of the Kings? That's when... I don't know. That's when my mom takes down the Christmas stuff. The Feast of the Kings. I wonder what the kings ate at that feast, Miles. Maybe some chicken or some turkey or maybe even deer. I don't know if they ate deer, the kings. Stags, they probably called them. Well, do they have stags and deer in the Middle East? Isn't that where they were at? Yeah, I don't know. That's why I don't know. I, I'm guessing not, well, but you never know. You maybe never a know. lamb. Probably so lamb. So New Year's is coming up, Charlie. I, I yeah. Would do you like New Year's? I like well, New Year's. Um, if I have something to go to, otherwise it's New Year's. We don't like. I'm not just gonna go to the bar on New Year's anymore. No, you know, I'm, I'm getting too old for that. I don't like. But that. if like some friends want to throw a party, I'm all for that. Yeah, last year I just spent New Year's by myself, just hanging out. Was it depressing or was it kind of nice? Great, dude. I just I didn't want to go find parking. I was not feeling good. <laughs> You know, I remember being a little, I was feeling a little nauseous. Wait, wasn't last year, weren't we in Green Bay on New Year's? Yeah, Charlie didn't come out with us. No, because I had a gig. Oh, yeah. And then I was feeling too nauseous to yes, go to I the gig. Yes, I remember that now. I was feeling sickly. Which is funny because I was like, I don't really go to the bar anymore, but we literally went to the bar done New Year's last year. But we were in Green Bay, so it's way different. Yeah. And doing it at home. Yeah, it is that way was different. fun. Was it maybe maybe we should go out together this year for New Year's miles? You and me bringing the new year together and then we can make resolutions and keep each other accountable. What would your New Year's resolution be, Charlie? <sighs> um, That's a good question. I think. Um, I think I want to uh, I got some projects at my house I want to get done. You know, like what? Well, I've got this alternator in my snowmobile. You're still working on that. Thing, still huh? working on Jeez, it. Louise. It's the project that I don't have enough free time, Miles. And they got these YouTube videos showing you how to do it. But, you know, I screw it up. And um, I'm thinking maybe. Yeah, maybe that'll be it. That's my New Year's right. resolution. I'll hold it to you. What's then. your New Year's resolution? Uh, New Year's resolution. Mm. Well, I started like working out this year, yeah. so I got that done onto my next project. Okay, you know okay. I try to eat more salads now, if you can believe that. Yeah, it's, it's kind of one of those things that you don't really love doing, but you just got to do. You got to do it because you got to keep it regular. Yeah, well, to keep it regular, and I'm just trying not to die at like fifty. Yeah, you know, it's usually a pretty good goal. Yeah, to just live longer than fifty years old. Um. Uh, are you working out every day now, Miles? Yeah, probably like three times a week right now. Getting cardio and weights in? Mostly just weights. Mostly weights, yeah. Because you're built like a brick shit house. Do you want to wrestle? No, I think you'd. Uh, I think you'd. You you got me. You don't want to grapple a little bit? I'd box you, but I feel like you'd win in wrestling. I'm not good at wrestling. I'm okay at boxing. See, I feel like. I wouldn't be great at boxing in terms of being able to like strike really well, but I feel like I could take a punch. Yeah, you could take a punch. That would be a, a difficult uh, thing. Well, I mean, like in football, I never got knocked out, took some pretty big licks, took some blows, but I was never diagnosed with a concussion. So I feel like I, my my head is somewhat concussion proof. Yeah, no, that makes um, medical sense. Yeah. So I don't know. I think my brain's got a little extra fluid in there to keep it from bruising. Maybe we do a thing, Miles. We're like we work out together and I show you the little I know about boxing and you show me whatever you know about wrestling. 
I don't know anything about wrestling. I thought you were a wrestler in high school no, or something. I actually had a conversation with Tyler, who works for me, who was a wrestler. Mm -hmm. I don't know anything about wrestling. Then I might be able to beat you in wrestling. You might be able to beat me. I know me. a couple wrestling moves. Um, like I, I know more about the sport of swimming than oh. I do about wrestling. Swimming is actually a really good workout. It's good on your joints because gravity is not as much of a thing in water. Correct. Did you know that? Yeah, it's good on yeah. the joints. Yeah. Well, uh, I'll, I'll throw a new year's resolution out there, Charlie. Sure. I'm here to catch it. Um, I want to go to bed at a good time. Ah, that's a great one. What and time I, are you going to bed right like now? A, uh, right now, there's some days I go to bed and I'm sleeping by 11. God, that's a nice, it's that's a, nice a nice time. time. That's what I like to do on a regular basis. But right now it's, you know, sometimes it's 1230, one o'clock mm -hmm. and it just everything goes better the next day. You know, about at 11. I've got a, you, I need I started doing uh, a little yoga before bed. Don't don't get funny with me. And say I'm a weirdo for it, but yoga with Adrian, the bedtime yoga thing, I started doing it. Put you right to sleep? Well, yeah, it really gets me in the mood to go to bed. See, the problem is when my blood gets pumping, then I, that's when I don't fall asleep. Well, these are very mellow. These are more stretching and not really blood pumping. Re relaxation. Yeah, I'm working on my stretching. Stretching's a big thing. You got lower back pain. You know why? You're not stretching enough. Also, I was a big rock mover as a kid, and so I've got probably some residual, uh, probably some arthritic stuff, probably, mm -hmm. you know, historically speaking. Yep. You know, so a big stretcher. I'm going to change my thing to stretching. I'm going to stretch every day. Okay. Yeah. Quick switcheroo. All Quick right. Quick switcheroo. Well, should we take some callers? Sure. Welcome to the Belly Up Podcast. Who are we talking to? Joe. Joe, 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 where you at? What you doing? Oh, I'm over here in Oregon, just working on one of my forestry mulchers right now. A forestry mulcher? Yeah. Is that a big old mulching thing to put some trees that have fallen out? You you put them through that thing? Yeah, yeah. So what I do a lot is uh, like orchard removals. Oh yeah. Uh, so if we have to like, you know, turn over, if a farmer wants to like turn a crop or whatever, we've got to. Go out there, delete the trees, and turn them into the ground. There you go. I like that. Okay. Nice. Well, you're my first uh, person I've ever met that does that for a living, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Now, do you own yeah. this piece of machinery? Uh, no. no. Oh, okay. No, I'm not that rich. Yeah, I was going to um, say, that's an expensive Louise, piece right yeah. there. Yeah. So you work yeah. for the, you work fact, for the you wanna... company. You don't own it. Right. Yeah. Okay. We've got a, a menagerie of... of pieces of equipment if you look it up it's a it's a prinoth raptor 800 it's a pretty gnarly looking machine they're out of germany nice well charlie's looking it up right now well why don't you belly up to the bar while he's looking it up and tell us what's on your mind uh last year moved in with the in-laws they went and bought a 50 i don't know 5600 square foot house and it's got like four or five different living areas in it, um, but they're all interconnected. So it's like one big house that has, you know, five houses inside of it, basically. It's a compound. It's a compound. It's a compound, man. It's like a, it's like a cult up there. I was um, going to actually say, are you in a but cult? Man, might as well be. <laughs> Okay, I, I sense some sort of angst. I think on, he Joe. married into a cult. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's unpack this a little bit. What what made you guys move in with the in-laws? Oh, well, we had a house in town and we just, you know, they offered up offered up one of the living areas and we we're like, well, shoot, get out of a mortgage and uh, we'll be paying them rent, but, you know, it's cheaper per month and all the kids get the hang out together all the time. Yeah, that's usually but, what happens see, that's in a cult. The problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you're saying the pro what's the problem? Yeah. I don't have privacy. Oh. <laughs> I can't even I can't even go to the bathroom without having three different kids storm in saying that they've got problems they need help with. Yeah. Well, so how many people live in this house? Uh a lot. A lot. We've got grandma, the the Mother and father-in-law, their their kids, brother-in-law, his family. 
Do you have kids there's, yourself? Yeah, I've got three. So oh. there's like four or five families living in this one house? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. This is like my personal nightmare right here. Yeah, you thought this would be a good idea? Well, yeah. Are you yeah. regretting it? No, because it's great. We get to spend time together, but, man, there's a lot of time being spent together. Okay, well, let's unpack it some more. What You say there's no privacy. What are some stuff going on in the house that, you got, that you're kind of thinking, you know, that's a little too far. We're crossing the line privacy-wise here. What's going on in the house? Well, you say, you, you know, you late night, whatever, go in, take a shower, walk out of the bathroom to go get changed. And and someone's in my uh, standing in my kitchen talking to my wife. And I go, oh, oh, sorry, sorry, didn't know you were there. Got to talk louder or something. I don't know. Got right. to the point where I have to just open the door and peek around. Were you walking out, dong out? Oh, no. Okay, no. that's good. How thin are the walls in this house? Oh, they're real thin. Okay, oh, so you're maybe even getting a little hanky-panky noises throughout the day or night. Yeah, who's doing it the most in that family? I don't even know. So the house is broad enough that that we don't the the main bedrooms don't don't have uh shared walls okay that's which is good yeah that's That's a real good thing well do you feel like you can really let go when you're uh you know working on child number four or you feel like you gotta keep it down i'm afraid i'm afraid so your sex life has suffered is what you're saying no not really no not to oh. brag. Not no. to yeah. brag. Hell All right. Yeah. Boost well, bump. I, I just have to be a little bit careful because, you know, I've heard I've heard my own parents and I don't want to scar my kids. Oh, you've you heard know? your parents doing the deed? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. Tell us about that. When was the first yeah. time? Oh, I got I was I think there's only been one time and it was as an adult, 20 years old, sitting there on the couch. I had a day off for whatever reason, and then um, all of a sudden I start hearing what what I can only describe as a, a hyena trying to take down a pack of wolves, and, uh, and mom and dad's bedroom doors open. Wow! Now, did they know you were home? No, they they had no idea. Oh yeah. Did you just let yourself out the back door before someone, you know? Or did you stop them? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. No, I walked in. Yeah, I I walked out. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know. Did you, like, make make a bunch of noise so that they, like, knew you were there? Yeah. Yeah. (coughs) Yeah, I slammed slammed a a kitchen chair at the table. (coughs) But when those. Slammed it into the, the table. And then what went out the door made it known I was outside now. Yeah. What? What but was? Dad came out in, in his short shorts and said, "Man, I didn't know you were here." Like, well, <laughs> yeah, I can tell. Was he still rocking and rolling in those short shorts, yeah. or had he simmered down no, a bit before know. he came out? You don't know. What? I I couldn't tell. What's your dad packing? Are we talking like uh, Pringles can? We talking? <clears throat> yeah. The short Pringles can. What is it? banana <laughs> well if if i if i got my genetics from ham then probably a short one but okay. it's got to be cut more, in half more of a bed. more of a tuna can is what you're thinking <laughs> like we're thinking like vienna, vienna sausage maybe <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah okay all right so i can see so why you don't want to live with your folks yeah, no, no, it's great. I love, I, I love it. We get to play, play games and stuff with, with all of everyone. But, but, um, so I don't, don't want to be rude and just lock the door. Be like, no, can't come over here. But, but also sometimes it's like, man, I also kind of want to just chill out. Yeah, I think what you need to do is actually take a stick with me here. Okay, I think you need to take a page out of your parents' book. And the only way you're going to get privacy is if you make it really bad for everyone else. I so think... you guys need to maybe get it on in one of the common areas really loud. Then everyone else is going to have to sit you guys down and you guys will have to start setting some boundaries, which actually could be kind of a good thing. I think a little boundary setting is right. Do you have a pair of short shorts like your pops? A little bit. 
Start wearing those around the deal. People keep their distance. It's kind of like, um, you know, like uh, a bear sort of pissing on a tree. You're, you got to mark your territory. I've been trying that, but it doesn't work. Have you tried actually pissing on a door? <laughs> No, but I could. Yeah. 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 If that does it, that'd be a lot more awkward than being caught. Yeah. You you could get a a robe of some sort and uh, sit down on the couch and uh, spread eagle, and that'll probably keep everyone in line. Yeah. Yeah. You think, but man, that's that's a risky move. What is your real goal here? Yeah. Just like that you have. Because it sounds like you aren't that worried about privacy considering you moved in with five other families and you are in a cult. Yeah. And you're not fully regretting well, there's it. there's been several kids. I think there's been three kids born since we moved there. Oh, God. Okay. It's multiplying exponentially. How are you guys having all that sex with none of that privacy? I don't know. A lot of cool- no, I don't even know. It's an entire family that's got the kink of uh, ball gags and uh, yeah. silent sex. A lot of, you a lot know? of silence. Yeah. Silence or sex. Oof. Um, so have you heard anybody in that house getting it on? I just want clarification on that. No, thankfully. Thankfully, no. Okay. Okay. I, I mean, there's got to be perks, too, though. I imagine that the in-laws are making you guys dinner once in a while, stuff like that. Is there perks to this whole yeah, thing? Yeah, no, that's great. We always have have meals all together we'll you know hang out maybe watch a football game and uh you know watch whatever just we hang out a lot but and and it's great because all the kids get to play together and and get to know their cousins more so there's just a lot of time yeah so in an ideal world how would it how would this whole operation work in your mind I don't even know. I thought you guys would would know. Well, well, we need an end goal of what we're working towards here. Do you want to be able to lock your doors? Do you want uh, scheduled hangout times? Like what kind? What are you thinking? That might have to be it. It's just like, all right, Thursdays and Fridays, you know, we got to have a, you got to hang out by appointment only. Okay. Well, Charlie, let's game this. Okay. So you be him, okay, and I'll be the in-laws, and you have to break the news that you want scheduled hangout times. Hey guys, look, I love you. I want you to hear that well, first. I love you too. We're so happy that you're in our family and living in our house and in our cult. Well, thank you. It's been so nice being in this cult. I love that I'm paying rent and not getting any equity at all um that's another conversation you can have um but you're helping the cult thrive so thank you for that yes yes i am thank you um so i'm thinking that we is set this, up is this going to be quick because we have to sacrifice yeah. an animal here okay in a, in a few minutes the lamb can wait yeah the lamb can wait i just I, I i also have things to do too i gotta get out there and do a repair on the uh on the um print off raptor 800 which is a sick piece of machinery as you can see <laughs> that is a sick piece of machinery now listen i just think on thursdays and fridays if, if that's that's my family's time to be a family and you guys just but, gotta but what do you mean we're all a family i know we're all family please stop touching my hand it's but it, we're a cult uh, i understand that i just think on Thursdays and Fridays, it's my family time. We need to strengthen my family's bond together. We need our own separation of my family. And then we will, it'll make the rest of the time we spend together as an extended family all the more good. What you're saying is, is that you don't want to hang out with us anymore. You know, can can I just build a house? Sorry, sorry that I make you dinner. Wash your clothes. Oh my gosh! Hang out with your kids. Babysit your kids, and you don't want to hang out with us on Thursdays and Fridays. You know that that's when we all break bread together, and wear the same clothes, and do cult stuff. Is on Thursdays and Fridays. So now you don't even want to be in our cult. It's not that I don't want to be in the cult. It's just can we be a cult Saturday? How much Netflix cult documentaries have you been watching? Scientology is not that bad. Look, I like a lot See, of the things here. Honey, I, I said we should have banned all the cult shows on Netflix in this household. 
<sighs> that's the other thing. You guys are on my Netflix account. <laughs> and that's not counting toward my equity well, in this. Yeah. Um, I just am really upset that you want to spend. Time well, we'll on. agree to disagree. I guess we'll just have to find another family to fill your spot. Oh, my gosh. Joe, is that how this conversation's going to go? Man, it's hard. I, I don't know. Wow, Joe, you are beside yourself. I don't know. Joe, does it bother you you're not getting any equity over the years? Uh, a little bit. And in, in, in hindsight, probably should have just, you know, rented out our house or something. Yeah. Instead of just, you know, selling, selling it. it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's also. Yeah. I mean, like, we've got that that money's invested, but but it's not nothing nothing that um, real estate's going to gain. So I mean, right. at some point, like, are you going to live with these people forever, or what? What is the? Is there an exit strategy out of this? Is this just a short term? What is your thoughts on that? I have no clue, and I've talked to talked to the wifey about that, and we don't know. We're, we're at this point we're in it for the long haul oh oh gosh now do you it sounds like you do want to be in it but you don't want to be in it have you solidified your opinion on this i like it um but but i would just like a little bit more you know i guess maybe structure with with hangout time or right. something That's i don't know yeah, I think mainly should. it just comes down to mainly it just comes down to i don't want to walk out of the bathroom and uh, and and have to look my sister in law in the face and and know that I'm only in a towel. Yeah, okay. that's Here we the go. awkward factor. Here's your solution: just get a, die. get a group chat and just let everyone know what your shower schedule's like, and just say, "My for the half hour that I'm showering, no one can come in my house." I don't think that there that's too unreasonable. But he doesn't have a shower work. schedule, though. Just, hey, I'm going to shower, guys. Okay. Hey, I'm going to shower. I Stay out my deal. Can you build another house on the property? We might have to. Yeah. We might have to just start building houses there. But then that's going to turn into even more craziness because someone else, if I don't finish the house and move into it before someone else does, yeah. Then we're going to have another family up there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Families are just spawning on the property. Yeah. You guys got any word for us to say? Actually, we got this house being built up. If you want to move in there. Can't you just make this a vacation yeah. home? Can't couldn't couldn't you guys get your own place? And then this is just a vacation home kind of a thing. You know, you spend like a few I weeks guess, a year up that- there. That's where I lived. I mean, that's home. Yeah. I'm a real homebody. I can't just I can't just leave. <laughs> I mean, that's what, I moved from that, a town. That's what most cult members say. Mm-hmm. I can't just leave. Yeah. Yeah. So true. Do they? Is, how does? I, I I think we've given all the advice we can give, yeah. Charlie. I yeah. think number one is just you should have thought about all this before you moved in with a house with five families. You know. Well. Yeah. Yeah, we thought about it, and we, we we took a while and thought about it, but, um, you know, it was kind of one of those things where it was like you never actually know until you dive in. You don't, So far, it's been great, but that's really my only gripe. Well, the way you're talking, I would classify it as so far it's been fine, you know? It's been, yeah. It's yeah. not been completely bad. It's, not, it's been far from completely good. So, well, we wish you the best of luck, man. I mean, I don't envy your situation right now, but uh, sounds like uh, it seems pretty minimal for all the benefits. You seem to, to enjoy it, so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not it's not horrible. It's just I want to make it a little bit better. Get your boundaries more, out more there. Relaxed. Yep. Set, set, set up a group email so people can say, hey, I th- think it would just be good if we got a, our boundaries out here. I would just like these days free. About, yes. What about a physical boundary? You know, when you go to do you have Home Depot over there. Yes. Get some drywall. So, Get some two so by fours. Get some. N- no, I'm thinking like, you know, when they when they're working in the aisle with the forklift, which side side note here. um, I would know about forklift safety. 
um, as I'm a, as I'm forklift certified. I just want to put that out there. But thank you. I wear it with honor, although I haven't actually used the certification. But that doesn't matter. But it doesn't anyway, matter. You so got one. I've got one. I took a class. Took a class and got a piece of paper. Hell yeah. Anyway, um, so so yeah, but when when they're working in the aisles with the forklift, they have this little oh barricade that they put up. Do I need to just put that in front of the door? Yeah, get a doggy and door. Just say hey, if this is up, there's a doggy door. That's a good idea. Yeah, make it harder to get into your part of the house. Stall a doggy door. If they want to get in, they got to yeah. go on their hands locking and knees. It, yeah, see, locking it just seems rude. You know, I don't want to lock the door because that says, hey, you know, we don't like you. But if we just make it a little bit more of an inconvenience, like, hey, maybe, you know, maybe don't come in right now. Or put a sock on the door. Yeah. Maybe a rubber band. Yeah. Well, that implies it. it imply it. Imply yeah. You know what? I, I love how, like, like, when I grew up in my house with just my family, Locking the door was totally acceptable. I don't know why it's like so frowned upon to just lock a door. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like well, it's a pretty I common up, thing. Growing up, I lived in the same room as my three other brothers. So, so there wasn't, and, and there was no lock on that door. Well, kind of trying to live in. Yeah. I, well, I want to let you know that it is okay to lock a door. You know, it's better than a lock. That just seems rude. You know what's better than a lock? I know. No, he says it seems rude. I get it. You know what's better than a lock? Get yourself a pineapple and turn it upside down and hang it on all over. Oh, we're not that kind of a house. But but you you want people to stay away? You want people to stay away? Uh, In your family commune, start hanging uh, swingers signs up. They'll stay away. (laughs) You'll get your privacy. No one's going to come there when you're showering anymore. Problem solved. That's true. Mic drop. There's also, you know, there's enough kids running around. We could just hang a kid off the door and just say, hey, if, if you come up to a door and there's a kid hanging off of it, don't come in. Well, the kid is like alive still, right? They're just kind of like hanging in. Like <laughs> oh, a, yeah. 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 Like hanging by their underwear. Yeah. yeah. Hanging by their underwear. That's good. That's hanging good. by. So like you're a, telling me you would rather hang one of your children from a door than just lock it? I just want to make sure. Well, then they have someone to interact with. Me and my kids are cool. So, you know, they could play patty cake or whatever until I remember that they're still there. Okay. Uh, All right. Well, I think that's smart. I mean, I'll roll with that. You know, there are easier ways to do it. But if that's the way you got to do it, that's the way you got to do it. I was going to suggest That's a more entertaining option. I think, I mean, I think the upside down pineapple is also entertaining and also won't get social services called. However, I do. Um, I do enjoy, you know, seeing where this goes. So um, regardless, I, you got plenty of options and I think, uh, I think one of them is going to work. Yeah. Thanks for calling in and, and tell the family says hi. Okay. And tell your dad, we yeah, says hi too. too. Watch out for, oh, I will. Watch out for deer now. All right. You as well now. Bye-bye. A lot to unpack there. Yeah. A lot to unpack. Yeah. He seems, he seems like he's, what, what is it I called? I mean, I'm not crazy in saying that you could just lock the door, though. No, no, right? no, 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 no. Not at all. It's almost like that, what is it, the, the syndrome you get when you're a prisoner? Stockholm syndrome. Stockholm syndrome. It just seems like he's saying he likes it, but he clearly does not like it. And I don't blame him. I don't know. We might need to be a whistleblower on this whole cult situation. God, that that would be too much, dude. I would never want to do that with anybody's extended family. I don't. Yeah. I I, I don't want to live in a house with anyone other than my own family. Yeah. That's like, ever. That's it's already too much to deal with your own family. Yeah. I spent enough time living with my brother. I don't need any need to do that again. No. All right. Well, no. see my caller. Yeah. Hey, hello. hello. And welcome to the belly up podcast. Who we chit chat with today. Holy smokes. This is Mason Sullivan calling you boys from way up in New Hampshire. Mason Sullivan. God, you got a nice accent there, Mason. Oh, thanks, buddy. I uh, grew up in Maine, so I kind of got the uh, Maine uh, 
accent still, but. Oh, yeah. Well, good for you. Well, belly on up to this bar, Mason. Tell us what's on your mind, my guy. All right. So, uh, I'm a hardworking man, work for UPS, and uh, I've seen numerous carings out in the public, and uh, just want to know how you guys with your Midwest nice would uh, deal with it. Well, Mason, give us a specific uh, a specific Karen interaction that you had some trouble with recently. Oh, geez. Well, probably the best one I've had. Uh, this past Christmas, I had my uh, helper in the uh, jump seat there with me, and we were parked on this little side street, dead end, not dead end, but well, like cut between, you know? And uh, so I'm packed, maybe 30-second delivery, just bing, bang, boom, right to the door and back. <laughs> this uh, big Dodge Ram comes pulling up, parked next to me. You guys can't be packed on a hill. I want your supervisor's name. Blah, 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 blah. So I go, okay, I'll give you my supervisor's name because you can go beat the shit out of my supervisor. I don't care. Um, but so guy gets back in his truck, goes to peel off, and I'm trying so to hang out my door. Hey, buddy, um, I thought you wanted my supervisor's name and number. Like well, I got it right here. Don't you talk to me if I see your truck again. Da, da, da. Well, end of the day, I found his address, and now his packages are held at the UPS center, and he has to go pick them up. <laughs> but um, just wondering how you guys would deal with something like that. I mean, you kind of nailed it, honestly. Yeah. It's the you're playing the long game, right? He's got to go get his packages and set them get it delivered to his door, right? Oh yeah, like I've done that to a couple people. Like <laughs> if they get aggressive, I'm not. I'm not dealing with you. No, you can go pick them up. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little nice. And were you nice to their face, or were you uh, were you really throwing it back at them? Uh, well, to be honest with you, I was scared shitless. <laughs> and uh, so I was just, oh, yep, yep, nope. I, I'm pretty sure I'm in the right here, bud. Just <laughs> sorry. You know, I have to make a delivery. There's a house right here. Where else do you want me to park? <laughs> So I to get a visual here, how short are the shorts you wear when you deliver the packages? You got the nice short brown shorts? Uh, oh, yeah. Well, you know, I'm caked up, and I wear the medium. So they're a couple inches above the knee, probably like uh, four or five fingers. Did you say you're caked up? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know it, my guy. Define caked up for anybody out there who doesn't know the meaning of that. Oh, like, like caked up? You got to... You got a booty on you. You got a dump truck, if you know what I mean. Yeah. I like that. A little UPS driver, short shorts, a little caked up action. Um. So, yeah, Charlie. Kittery kid. So, uh, oh, I said they uh, they call me the Kittery kid because I deliver in Kittery and uh, I hang out in a hammock on my lunch breaks and stuff. So, <laughs> whole town knows me. Where do you put up your hammock? Oh, it's, uh, hanging off the mirror in a uh, in the signpost. I can send you a picture if you want. Yeah, <laughs> send the picture to Belly Up. Okay, Charlie. Well, he's sending that. Why don't you? How would you handle that guy? Oh man, uh, the, the honest answer is I go. Oh yeah, what's that? Oh my gosh, did we park right here? Let's role play it. You're the guy. Why'd you park here? You can't park here. Oh geez, no. Did I park? The, is that your spot? Yeah, that's my spot. Oh, my gosh. You know, where'd you get that shirt? Uh, uh, Kohl's. That's not, oh, that's not important. I use Kohl's you, cash. Uh, did you now? Oh, yeah. my. You know what? Now that you say that, I'm sorry I parked in your spot here. I got some extra Kohl's cash right here. Do you? For your inconvenience. No, I have I, some I'm of that. I'm mad at you. I don't want you. Why are you oh, giving me this? Oh, come on now, fella. You can't be mad with someone when they're giving <laughs> you Kohl's cash. Just try it now. Uh, Just yeah. try it. You got a nice beard, too, I tell you what. And I'm not hitting on you. I got a wife. Okay. <laughs> wow. Well, I did. But, you know, <laughs> anyway, you take that. All right. No. I'm, I'm going to move this car. Okay. Okay. All you right. know what? 
What's that Go now? Go ahead. You can park Are you sure? in the meantime. Yeah. Oh. I'm headed to Kohl's anyways. All right. We'll take the Kohl's cash. Uh, and, thank you. And, and, and I'll be out of here soon. You don't want you me worry. You to pick anything up while I'm there? You know, if they got a nice polo there, I got to go to church. So that would be cool. Do you want it in brown as well? or That is... would be cool. Okay. Yeah, that'd be slick. Thank All you. All right. Well, sorry to disturb you. No, I'm sorry myself. All right. <laughs> be, be good. Hey, watch for deer out there. Okay. They're humping each other right now. All right. All right. So, yeah, that's the Midwest version. But you know what? I, I, I think that I like your attitude on this, you know, and your your reaction is a little bit more honest, you know. So there's two ways to, uh, you know, to skin a cat. All right. Here we go. We got the picture coming up. Oh, my <laughs> yes, God. That is. Dude. <laughs> that is awesome. I love that. And, uh, in inclement weather, hammock fits right in the back of the truck hanging up between the shelves. <laughs> <laughs> you put it in the back. I love that. Uh, so, I don't think I got a picture of that one for you, boys. But, let's uh, let's yeah. tweet that one out. Let's tweet that out. We're yeah. going to... We're so, going to celebrate your ingenuity in the uh, in the UPS delivery trade. So that was. Oh, uh, thanks, guys. Uh, well, I was going to say that was uh, kind of a bad experience. What's what's maybe been the wildest experience? The one that you're like, I can't believe that just happened to you while you've been on the road. Oh, so uh, I'm a dog lover. I have a uh, 150 pound Great Pyrenees at home. So any dog I see out on the road, I play with and fuck around with. Right. Yeah. So, uh, there's this one on my route and she'll follow me all the way around the cul-de-sac. She don't care. Goes into other people's driveways, whatever. Well, uh, one winter I found her like three miles down the road at a, uh, heating oil, like, like shop or whatever. And, uh, had her climb in the truck, drove her back to the house. Luckily, I had a package for him, but I would have dropped the dog off anyway. And uh, after that, the dog has uh, been on a leash. <laughs> so the dog, there was no reason the dog was at the heating oil place. You just found the dog and you brought uh, the dog Apparently, back. it followed the uh, heating oil truck. <laughs> Okay, so you feel Looking a little a you feel a little I, guilty is what you're saying by returning the dog made the owner think that they need to leash him up and now the dog can't be a dog and and wander around is that what you're saying? Yeah, but you know, I've convinced them to get a uh like a like the electric hunting collars where oh. you can like uh yep. either zap them or like buzz at him and they use that in case he wanders off but so i still see that dog every now and again but you ever had a bad interaction with a dog i mean i have but um my wife says she went to school for animal care and education so she's uh like taught me a bunch of like how to read dogs and stuff so i haven't really had a bad interaction i've had like the mean dogs behind gates and stuff and like bouncing off like the glass doors trying to get at me, but I'm just, Oh, who's a good boy? Just a UPS guy. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's, I your, don't really care. What's your most irrational fear in life? In life? Honestly, other people on the road, other motorists. That's pretty rational, man. There's a lot of people texting and driving these days. Oh, I know, but it's like, I don't have to be worried. No, I don't have to be worried about, like, every car. Yeah. So it's just, like, the few dumb people. But after being rear-ended once and almost a week after by the same person in my new car. Uh, wait, 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 wait. So this person is headhunting you? <laughs> I, I guess so, man. And if she's listening, I swear to God, I hope you got caught by the cops again <laughs> wait, 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 but, wait wait do you know this person so you got to tell us the full story yeah. here. okay so i was turning left into a uh, tractor supply company to get some uh food for my animals and whatnot and uh the 55 mile an hour road two lane road 
no turning lanes or anything. And uh, so I was waiting to turn left against traffic and a bunch of cars behind me merged over into like the breakdown lane to go around me. Well, not this bitch, because she was texting and driving <laughs> and uh, hits me. And uh, so I pull off, whatever. She comes up to me crying. Hey, don't call the police. I was answering a text from my work. And I was like, okay, well, you shouldn't have told me that. And the cops are already coming. <laughs> <laughs> so cops get there in like two and a half minutes. I'm like, she's already told me that she was texting. I don't really, I don't care, but you know, it's unsafe. Uh, I just want my info and I'll get out of here. So like two weeks goes by, I get my new vehicle. I'm driving back home and I notice that there's this big white Toyota behind me with grill damage and no driver's side mirror. <laughs> and I look up and there she is again. Elbows on the steering wheel, texting right above the dash. Nearly hits me. So I had the cop's number who... uh came to the scene because I had my thumb over my insurance or some shit. He needed a new picture. But, uh, so I called him up and he went and did a, uh, welfare check on her to make sure that, you know, she gets the importance of texting and driving. So she didn't hit you the second time. You just saw her on the road the second time texting and driving again, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, good for you. You Did know, you sent a message to her. That's very good. That's now very I got good. another question as being a guy who delivers. Go right ahead, Miles. As being a guy who delivers other people's mail, there's kind of a stigma out there for uh postman, you know, the, the lonely housewife at the house when the mailman shows up. Have you ever had any uh, women get a little too friendly with you when you've been delivering packages? Um, so I'm newly married, uh, but back before I was wearing my wedding band, uh, I had a couple of people interacting with me, but in that way. But I'm uh, my wife said that she'll never be an ex; she'll only be a widow, and I uh, I really believe that. So. I know well, I'm not, not to do I'm, any of that, but um, <laughs> she's gonna kill him. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying that you would do anything, but as you know, you got housewives oh, coming on to you. At all? Yeah. Oh, I know. I just have to preface that, but um, were you ever? Yeah, I've been hit on a couple times. Uh, hey, can you bring this inside? No, because it's against policy, lady. Leave me alone. <laughs> right on the porch is where it's going. You never bring the package in the house, huh? No, not. I mean, if it's like a big TV or something and it's an old lady or I'll slide in the door like inside the house. But I'm not walking into like your master bedroom to put your <laughs> 200 pound mattress and box spring in there, you know? Yeah, I usually yeah. skip that part anyways. Um, well, that's. Oh, yeah. You gotta. <laughs> oh, fuck you, my. <laughs> <laughs> Took me a second, but I got you. Yeah, oh yeah. What can I say? We're a bunch of guys hanging out, drinking at the bar, you know. Um. Well, oh, yeah. You got an interesting life, man. I think uh, what you do is fascinating, and uh, it was a pleasure talking to you today. Hey, pleasure talking to you guys too. Long time listener, first time getting on my one of your Patreons over on the. Uh, you betcha radios, so... I appreciate it, my guy. That's awesome. Just uh, keep the ice cream cake away from Tyler. We all know what he wants to do. Today, yeah, so. that dirty dog. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Well, thanks. All right, guys. Well, it's been a blast, man. Yeah, you take care now. We'll see you soon. Good luck with the Karens. Oh, thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Great guy. Fun guy. Very fun. He's like... I. He's a guy that I just want to drink with. Yeah. I feel like he's the friend that you're all drinking and he you just put a quarter in him and you let him just tell stories the whole Those night. Those are the best friends. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. It's like listening to a podcast in real life. <laughs> yeah. You he, know? he should have a podcast. I know. Well, he was on ours. Mm-hmm. We were honored. That was, and he got the job. So, sweet. Take another caller. Hey, Miles. I got this idea, dude. 
You ready? I'm ready for it. What is it? All right. So, you know, uh, on New Year's, like if you're getting ready to celebrate, ring in the new year, what do you do? Drinking wise, historically speaking. You usually would pop a bottle of champagne. Yeah. Pop a bottle of the fizzy. Well, uh, yeah. Little. I think that's lame. I agree. And I think what you should do is pop a bottle of tippy cow. And I say this for a couple reasons. One, it's a superior alcoholic beverage. And two, nobody is going to ring in the new year with a cork in the eye. Well, actually, what I was going to say is we should talk to Tippy Cow and see if they can cork a bottle for us. Well, that would be fun, too. You need to problem, carbonate problem, the Tippy Cow. The problem, though, is that there's no carbonation and it just won't pop. Do you think you It'd could... Like a, a wine bottle, then. Do you think you could carbonate the Tippy Cow? We could talk to them, see if we can get a carbonated cow. Carbonated cow. I bet you that they breed carbonated cows somewhere. Yeah. And you if know? any place is going to do it, it's Wisconsin. And they the Tippy Cow is made from real Wisconsin cows. It is. So, guys, think we got some new good ideas for the new year. Pop open a bottle of uh, Tippy Cow instead of that old champagne. You won't regret it. Nope. Pop it on back. Tippy Cow. Woo. Welcome to the Belly It Up podcast. Who we got? Hey, it's Josh. Uh, howdy, Josh. Where are you calling in from? Over here in Michigan. The real Minton State. Oh, <laughs> yes. oh, freaking Josh, yes. get over it. Get over it. <laughs> We're in Michigan. We're in Michigan. Are you in uh, the part that area. looks like a Minton or the part that is also part of Michigan that looks nothing like a Minton? Grand Rapids. We had someone else from Grand Rapids. Grand Rapids. Yeah. Well, good for you. All right. Well, what's on your mind, fellow belly up to the bar with us? Well, it's my birthday today, so I was hoping you guys could sing me happy birthday first. Happy, happy birthday it. from all of us to you. Happy, happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. All right. Thanks for calling in. See ya, Josh. Enjoy <laughs> that. What do you want for your birthday? Josh, what do you want for your birthday? Well, I want. Uh, I'm getting a little older now, so. How old? Socks, some underwear. Socks Thanks. and underwear. Turned twenty today. Twenty? Oh God, you you're a young old. buck. Not too old. You're you're not already, too old, you young buck. You're already asking for socks <laughs> and underwear at twenty years old. Don't you want a PlayStation or something? Yeah. Nah, video games aren't my thing. What are your? What is your thing? Yeah, what gets you going, guy? Power sports. Power sports. Sports with gas. Okay. What's your power sport? What's your power sport of choice? Well, I like going and hitting the Silver Lake sand dunes over here in Michigan. So I got my four wheeler and I go up there and rip about every couple days. It's closed now, but God, power sports lingo is so intimidating. I know. It just sounds so cool when he says that, and I just I would not know how to do it. Rip the sand dunes. Yeah, I think you just go really fast around the sand dunes. No, I'm no, I'm saying I don't know how to like talk like that. Oh yeah, I yeah. would just say we would go to the sand dunes. I wouldn't say we go rip them. You'd just say rip it up and send it and all that sort of shit. <laughs> we tear it up. We tear it up. Yeah, yeah, they tear it up. There you go. Anything that's just, just use any verb that's destroying something, and that usually goes well, right? <laughs> Burning it up, you know. Go go annihilate those sand dunes. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe I just showed my newbie-ness. Um, well, cool, Josh. What did you call in for today or just a happy birthday song? My uh my neighbor. She's a little she got a couple screws loose and uh I've been doing a lot of things for her lately and I figured you guys could maybe break this down for me. All right. Let's give us the, down. give us the background, baby. So a bit of a backstory. For the longest time, well, she's lived here as long as I've been a kid. So um, she hated me. She hated our whole family, and just like all the American flags, she thought we were racist, and she didn't like us at all. And one day, I'm in my front yard a couple of years ago. She asked me to mow her lawn, and I knew she didn't like me, and I wanted to say no, but I went ahead and said yes anyway because that's what we do around here. And I went. I mowed her lawn. She asked me next week. I mowed her lawn. And then she started to become a little more fond of me. And it's like she's she's single, divorced. She lives alone, no car. She's 
kind of at her house all the time. And it's kind of turned into she always asks me about every day to do something for her. I'm kind of sick and tired of it. I won't lie. Is she paying you? No. Oh, no. How old she doesn't is- have a job either. That's the other thing. How old is she? Like 50 something. She hot? it's no. a joke dude it's a joke okay we're all we're all here laughing I together i don't know why that was so, so offensive my it's... friends will say otherwise but i do not find her attractive your friends okay, so, she's she hot? Is, so she is hot yeah no no, no nice no, no, no. dude maybe yeah. from like maybe from like a hundred yards when you can't see her straight up face to face but once you get close Hey, hot is hot. It doesn't matter how far away you are. Yeah. So you're you're over there mowing her lawn. You got your shirt on or off, Josh. (laughs) He's got it off. Yeah, right. (laughs) Power sports guy. You know he's cut off at least. Give him a little nip slip once in a while. Yeah. The deep I'll wear my cut off. I'll wear my cut off t-shirt. I bet you will. Have you ever had to fix anything in her bedroom before? No, whenever she asks me to fix something in her house, I'll, I'll usually come up with some excuse and I can't go in there because I don't want things to accidentally go the wrong way. So I was going to say, are you actually concerned that she's going to try and come on to you? Yes, genuinely concerned. <laughs> Just the other day, she asked me to come inside and like, she wanted me to put some electrical tape on the wires to her vacuum because they were afraid and she didn't want to get electrocuted. I uh, I offered any other alternative for me to not Damsel go in there. I'm just completely avoiding it. Well, that vacuum won't suck if you don't do that, Josh. <laughs> well, if my vacuum oh. won't suck, then I guess. <laughs> um, I should have known it was going to go this way with you guys. Well, you, Josh, you got you, us here. Yeah, don't here. don't blame this on us. So one thing, Josh, I will just throw out there and you can take it or leave it. I may be out of line, Mm -hmm. Um, but the whole thing I think that this is about is it's about the chase for her. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's it's the uh, the one that she can't have keeps her coming back for more. So I think you might just have to give in one time. Then she'll get disinterested. Give in one time. Make it be absolutely awful in the whole scenario, and then she'll never, she'll never bother me again, right? That I mean, logic makes sense to me. No, I'm not going to do that. I cannot do that. So this is. Uh, do you live with anyone? His yeah, parents. I live with my parents. Okay. So moving out is probably the best option right about now. I think so. And you're yeah, 20 years old. It's, it's about that time. Do you have a girlfriend, boyfriend? No. Single as a Kringle, man. Single as a Kringle. All right. Your last hurrah. You got to go fix her pipes and then just move. I think it's just, you know. I wish I could get into all the details, man. But I'll be sitting out in the driveway working on my four-wheeler, and she'll just be in her window staring at me for hours. (laughs) Oh, my God. Does she have binocs? I mean, it's kind of creepy. She never has any of her lights on. You can just see her big old uh, frizzy blonde hair staring at me through her I believe her kitchen window, but I've never been in there, so I don't really know. Wow. All right, so she's sitting there. Look, what's her what's her name? Mary. 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 Quite contrary. Mm. Oh. Does she have a daughter? Uh, yeah, she comes over every so often. How's it? I mean, it's gotten so bad. I can't say no. I ended up bringing her. Like, I ended up getting roped in because I couldn't say no. I brought her to a therapy appointment for like two and a half months. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most midwest I mean, that's thing ever. I literally, can't say, I literally can't say no to anything. You are so midwest nice, dude. You are so midwest nice. Um, is, her da- I mean, is her daughter attractive? I don't think I've ever actually, like, seen her daughter face to face. Have you ever? But I have her number because she always come over and ask me to text her because she's on the phone. Oh, have you seen the movie The Graduate? Can't say I have. Well, you, should, watch. you should watch that. Um, okay. Okay. I think, you know, dude, I think you, you got to move out, right? You're 20 now. <laughs> um, so, you know, yeah, when you move out, you leave your problems behind. Is she paying you good money to do this stuff? Zero. Zero money. No, I never I never ask for a dime and don't expect a thing. 
Oh, God. Well, dude, that's that's so you are Midwest nice and she is misconstruing that for you thinking that you want to spend time with her. So you got to start charging her is, I think, what needs to happen. It's too far gone, though. You can't go from not charging for years and then all of a sudden charging. I think he's got to make a change. Yeah, that's that why he's that calling the, us. It's like the complete opposite of being Midwest nice. It's just like out of the blue trying to charge him. I mean, I raked her flower beds a couple of weeks ago, and I think she just wanted to talk to me because she was outside yapping the whole time. All right. Well, I got a solution for you. Okay. You're going to have to find some other poor soul in the neighborhood to take over your duties. That's true. You've done your time. All my neighbors are old. I know. I'm like the only young buck around here. Well, then you need to have a kid and then make your kid do the stuff for her. My brother's getting a little older, but my parents are kind of sketched out about how obsessed she is with me. She doesn't. They're kind of concerned. Yeah, hold on. About him going over Why there. are your parents step in here? What's going on? I don't think. Uh, I don't know. Maybe that's the next step. I mean, she'll, I'm pretty sure she'd go out of her way to ask my parents to ask me to do something. Mm. Well, actually, you didn't. You, you kind of buried the lead that you got the heir to the throne here. You just got to hand all the duties off to your brother. Yeah, how old's your bro? Uh, eleven. Oh, oh, perfect age yeah. to start mowing. And it's not all at once. You just gotta, you know. Oh, he's a I, baby child though. My parents don't want to put him on the mower. I know, oh, but he's got to grow up some point. You know, they got one kid living with them at 20 and they got an 11 year old. They won't let Mo. I mean, they got a time to cut the cord. Don't you think? It's not a bad option. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You just Find say, it hey, off on someone else. yeah, I, I can't do it today. So my brother's going to do it. And then you just slowly work them into the rotation and then you ride off in the sunset. Oh, or just you start talking to her, go over there a few times, just start talking about your girlfriend that you don't have. Mm-hmm. Just let her know you got a girlfriend. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's kind of like catfishing. Sorry, but... I got to go to my girlfriend. Pal. Yeah. 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 And say, I'm really in love with her. I think we're going to make it official pretty soon. Yeah. No, I got to go mow my girlfriend's gonna lawn. Then we're going to move to Alaska. Yeah. Although, Josh, dude, what do you think? What what would you do if like her daughter came over at some point and her daughter was the most stunning gal that you've ever met? Really hit it off with her. Would you go down that road with her daughter? I think her daughter's pretty old though, like thirty something. Not that that's old. You bastard. You know what? <laughs> do you see that? Do you see what he did there? Yeah, it's fine. We're old. It's we know that. <laughs> Ah, all right. Well, does that matter? You know, you're 20. Age? You're already yeah. basically I mean, got a house. You know, I mean, you're already basically dating a 60 year old. So what's the difference? Yeah. I mean, it's right across the street from my parents. You think if maybe me and my neighbor just get together, and then eventually I'll get the house and go live across the street from my parents. <laughs> there you go. Right, dude. Now we're thinking turn a negative into a positive. Mm-hmm. I mean, you basically already have a girlfriend, anyways. It sounds yeah. like Lean she into makes it. you do stuff you don't want to do for no pay. That's like you have a girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. You've been dating this gal for a long, long time, my guy. Always keeping tabs I've on you. I've been single for a while. Yeah, yeah. You've been wrong. You've been wrong. You're into cougars. Jealous if another girl came around too. Yeah, that is true. Well, I think you just. I I think yeah, I think you just got to marry her. That's a solution. Okay. I'll make sure to send you guys an invite. (laughs) Please do. I would love to be at that wedding. Actually, that would be (laughs) one for the books. Miles and I will be your ushers. Perfect. Wouldn't that be Perfect. funny if we showed up with the ushers and then she just starts barking orders at us? You know, she's like, hey. <laughs> we replace. Yeah, can you go get me a coffee? <laughs> Jeez. Next thing you know, we're zipping up her dress and we're like in the family photos. It's like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, this lady is crazy. <laughs> but you love her, you know? Uh, <laughs> yeah, the things we do for love. Well, happy m- birthday, my guy. What are you guys doing tonight to celebrate? You and your neighbor. Uh, I just eating some pizza. No, not me and my neighbor. Me, and my family. Mm. Yeah. I just eating some pizza and hanging out. 
probably got pulled engine out of my four wheeler tonight and kind of fix that up for you know what this situation is what this is like on stepbrothers when will ferrell is in love with this therapist and she does not want to and then eventually they end up together this is what this situation is just oh man but in reverse she's star fishing him mm-hmm. well i'm excited um i'm excited it's your birthday so happy birthday and it's also really exciting you, that, you're, you. that you you got a girlfriend. I'm yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, you're you're really growing up fast. I'm at, time to change the status on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look at you. You turned twenty and you got a thirty year old daughter. So that's something cool. <laughs> yeah, Insta dad. Yeah. <laughs> Good for you, man. We're proud of you. Tell and, you. A, and grandchildren, man. And grandchildren. Yeah. You're a you're an Insta grandpa. He's a grandpa, dude. At 20 years old. <laughs> That's awesome. Tell tell your wife and uh, grandkids we says hi, okay? <laughs> Will do. I appreciate it, guys. All right, pal. Happy birthday. We'll see you. Thank you. Have a good one. Bye. Bye-bye. Well, Charlie. Well, Miles. Another problem solved. <laughs> yeah, I think we solved yeah, it. It's, that's a classic. Just steer in, steer into the skid. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> steer into the skid, and you're just now dating. Yeah. No yep. need to fight it. No, they've been dating. They've been dating, and once you're dating, then you can end it. You know, you can say this just didn't work. Yeah, then it's me. a clean break. Clean break. Yeah. Because that—that's what happens with this Midwest nice stuff. I know I'm wearing the shirt, which you can buy on mantwogman.com. But that's that's one of the dangers of the Midwest nice. Is sometimes people see your niceness Take as... Take advantage of you. They see it as, as pre-fornication material. Mm-hmm. And they uh, don't take hints... Because they keep dropping hints that they like you and you keep dropping hints to them that you're going to, you're going to, you know, unclog their pipes and they start or, or yeah, or fill their or fill their pipes and they start wondering what other things you can fill. And uh, from there, it just becomes a whole battle of mental hanky panky. And that's the danger. That's life. That is life. Well, Miles, another part of life is hanging out with your buddy at the bar, and it's been a real pleasure with you today. It is, Charlie. So, guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Bellied Up Podcast. As always, Charlie, tip your bartender. See you in the next one.